Space makers, if you're like me, you like to have an accessory that stands out. So for me, I like a big, bold earring. And that's why I love the work of my co-host. She has an incredible handmade jewelry line made from recycled and repurposed leather. We are all about repurposing, friends. Her work you can find on Instagram at thejshop.thej. J, just the letter, J. You can also find her work at etsy.com slash shop slash shop the J. And when you check out, use code MAKINGSPACEPOD for 15% off your purchase. I'm telling you, these are my favorite earrings and they're such a statement piece and people will be definitely making space for you in these. We don't even have to shoot an in or record an intro for this. No, this is our intro. I just We're started recording right now. We're right now. This is an intro. To this is happening. Intro right now to the episode. That's not okay. The great. Podcast. Yeah, oh we're gosh. doing it. Hey, friends! Welcome. Uh, this is the first podcast we have done together in 2021, which I am deeming. 2020 fun. You heard it here first. Uh, this is the year of saying yes to things. Uh, this is the Making Spaces podcast, a podcast about making space for yourself or others, both literally and figuratively. And this is Sarah Heath, and this is my co-host. Josie Jimenez, which I'm still the same person, I guess, in 2020 fun. 2020 fun is, yeah, you're still the same person. I don't um, feel new. No. I mean, you look new. You're wearing a crown. I have three of these. I like it. I have like 14 hats. This is one I haven't really worn very much. It's a maroon. For those of you who are enjoying this podcast, gold, which is where I describe the hat, like when am I going to learn that visual medium is YouTube and podcast people? Guys, go check out our YouTube. This is a great yeah. moment to say that. Check out our YouTube. Um, so we had a scheduling thing happen with an amazing guest, which we will share with you later. Um, this guest is still going to be on the show, but not this week. So we thought instead of taking a week off, wouldn't it be fun to do an episode where we talk a little bit about um, 2021? Uh, I know you're tired of hearing about, uh, you know, New Year stuff, but there is a lot of really cool um things to be said and thought about and like what are the holidays been like so this will be one of our shorter episodes episodes um but I wanted to talk about some of the really cool spaces that I saw over the last couple of weeks as well as some exciting things that are coming up for us including our patreon that all makes sense is that all exciting to you Josie uh yeah a new year is real exciting for me I'm stoked to How not have to hear about fucking 2020 ever again in the <laughs> sense that like too many memes have been made and i'm just like i'm not interested in these memes anymore we get it oh, 2020 right. sucked okay <laughs> i mean the thing that yeah it was a hard year but it's been a hard it's been a hard year for a couple of years we've had a lot of really hard and uh i personally um 2020 was probably one of the worst years of my life in some ways, but um, there also was really great things that came out of it. And I think anytime we sort of scapegoat something, whether it's a person or even a year, just say, oh, you know, whatever, 
um, we miss out on like what I call the invitation. So what is the invitation that 2020 held for you? Were you invited into discovering something new about yourself? So like, this is the year I discovered I am not the Enneagram number I thought I was. And who cares about Enneagram, except that it's been so eye-opening for me to realize like I have been behaving like my role in life is as a helper. And I've been really, really, I would say deep down a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, almost angry or a little bit bitter that I'm living out of a personality that's not me. And so discovering like, oh no, no, like you're an Enneagram three is a primary number, which is the performer or the achiever. So like the way that you exist in the world where you feel like you constantly have to be achieving has to do with your personality and it's okay to let go of that. So I have this new practice and I'm going to ask you the same question. So you have to think through this, Josie. I have this sure. new practice. Like what are the new things you're adding to your life? I have this new practice of every night saying to myself, it's enough. It's enough. Whatever happened during the day, it's enough. Whatever I've gotten it done, whatever I've achieved for the day, it's enough. And um, I think there's a gratefulness practice for me that goes along with that. Like what was great about the day? And it's not just putting a silver lining on things and saying, it's kind of just seeing like, okay, this is what life is. So what is the invitation in this? And how can I be grateful for where I'm at and what's happening? And instead of just constantly be saying, oh, 2020 was the worst year and um, nothing good ha happened in the midst of it. So my new practice is saying it's enough. Something I learned about myself last year was that my Enneagram type was different. What did you learn about yourself last year, Josie? And then what is a new practice you're adding on the spot, making you answer the question? I love it. I um, discovered that I am not as far along in my self inner peace, self-awareness journey as I thought mm -hmm. I was, um, which is actually fairly recent. Um, it's been kind of building. I struggle with anger a lot in my life. Anger is my default emotion. I know a lot of people is like sadness. Mine's sadness. Or, <laughs> yeah. Mine is burn everything down. Um, which has not been healthy recently because uh because of my pain disorder, anger can really make my pain significantly worse, which is a new yeah. discovery as well. And there have been days recently where I like literally made myself sick with anger. Um, like one of my aunts was ranting to me about how I shouldn't have gone to my cousin's gay wedding because they're going to hell and how like, dare I affirm that. And so obviously I was angry. <laughs> I was pissed. Um, and I didn't respond in anger, but I think not letting that anger go was very um, harmful to my body, but also not harmful to my psyche. So give or take, you know, um, I was like, I'm not going to have this conversation, aunt. Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to have this conversation. Um, so the practices that I have been instilling in my life is I started getting into reading again uh, for Christmas. My partner got me a 12, the $6 12 week subscription to the New Yorker. I'm a huge fan of the New Yorker. Um, if you want to sponsor me, New Yorker, sponsor us so I can get a free subscription because uh, $100 a year is a lot, okay? That is a lot. Um, so I've been reading and I'm not very good at reading anymore, which is very uh, sad because in high school, I would blow through books like nobody's business. There's a lot of library late fees, lots of um, 
my dad's garage is full of just my boxes and boxes of books that I've blown through. Uh, so it's kind of lame that I don't have the attention span anymore, but that's what I've been doing is trying to practice reading. Yeah, I think the adding, you know, I struggle with people who, you know, every year a new resolution, right? Like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I think we set ourselves up for failure and we set ourselves up to feel less than, or like if, or we set ourselves up to believe like, if I do this, then this, like, so for me, almost all of the resolutions I've ever done were always around weight loss. Right. And I'm a particularly not very huge human. Um, again, understanding that this is a, uh, weird medium where some of you have never seen me. Um, but I, you know, and someone who has had disordered eating in the past, um, and had kind of a weird relationship with their own body. Like it's really easy for me to do a resolution that I think will change the body instead of like trying to understand, um, how to have a healthier connection with it. So this year I decided to say, okay, instead of a resolution, like what are practices I want to add? And so for me, one of those, that, like I said, that practice, sure I understand. Oh, my Siri just talked. Um, I think <laughs> for me, this idea of how do I um, really mean it when I say it's enough and my body is enough and who I am is enough. And um, what does that look like? And I think that's going to be my, my challenge. And that's my word. Actually, I always choose a word every year, which is kind of weird. I know last year, my word was commitment, um, which was funny. I was in a relationship that I thought, I want to figure out how to be like, how to do this, like how to actually be committed. Not that I struggled with commitment before, but I struggled with like, okay, I can, I can, like, here's a, a thing I can commit to. I can commit to my podcast. Actually, this podcast was part of that word commitment. I wrote out all these things last year that I was going to be committed to. And you know what? I did hold up my end of what that meant for me. And I feel like that's been really good. So this year having the word enough um, has kind of been, do you ever choose a word? Have you ever done it before? Um, I have not. I think my life word is fuck it, you know? <laughs> like that's uh the that's first thing when you said 2021 or 2020 fun when you said that I was like 2020 fuck it. <laughs> that's my first thought. <laughs> I think it's just a beautiful way of saying um like ugh, I have to do this. Fuck it. Just get it done. Or um I'm really embarrassed right now. Should I do this? Fuck it. You know? I'm going to send you a song. There's a really good song uh, that I discovered that is F it. And it's, um, see, I can't even, <sighs> me and the words. Uh, I have a tough time cussing, guys. I do cuss a lot, but I just, it's like, it doesn't come as naturally as it does for Josie. It's a spiritual gift. Um, I guess because of the pastor thing. That's probably well, yeah, the public not. forum. I'm, you know, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so hard because, um, yeah, that realization that like I have been under the public, under the public eye, in the public eye for like 16 years. Yeah. And um, we had a very interesting recent <laughs> development where somebody went after you online and I actually yes. haven't responded because I've typed out so many responses. And then I just don't think, what I realize is like, you can't engage these people. So people get mad about cussing or they get, and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to change your mind. I think actually you said in one of the things I can't change your mind and you're not going to change mine why don't we just agree to allow the others to kind of just be and I think um that might be the effort kind of mentality like all right um I'm willing yeah. to let you affect me and that like I hear you I see you 
but I cannot respond. Right. Yeah. I mean, this person uh, attended. Oh my gosh. Siri's coming after you. I don't know what's going on with Siri, guys. It's all right. She's stalking. She's going over here. But uh, this person, they attended the church that I went to after leaving my parents' church. Um, And we had a little bit of a difference in what women in leadership should look like, which is fine. Um, And I don't have a problem disagreeing with people. I have plenty of people in my life that I disagree with and love them. I have a problem with people thinking that they're entitled to my time and energy um, and disrespecting my personal boundaries that I've set. Um, And I mean, they, they, they said something like, uh, you posted this online and so you should be open to challenges and I was like I'm open to challenges I'm not open to having a discussion on uh, you telling me about my life experience <laughs> and yeah. that I'm wrong we disagree and I think it's I mean in some senses it's not fine right because some of the things we disagree about are pretty big but I'm not going to engage in a conversation where we're not going to come to any sort of agreement we're not de- having a debate like a fun like haha we believe different things let's just really go after each other like an Enneagram 8 does <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I am not open to having this conversation because it's not going to end well for either of us and I as somebody who does struggle with anger I'm not going to open myself up to that anger you know I think that's beautiful for this year to be I'm not here's what I will do and here's what I won't do here's how I can show up and here's how I'm hoping that um I'm working right now on a series for our church about like the things that have actually been, and again, I don't want to sugarcoat anything or put like a, put a nice little bow on what a tough year last year was, but there are some things that I think we can say, okay, this was something that was a global understanding that we got out of this. Um, And one of those things is like, what are the boundaries that we can put around things? And I feel like for a lot of us, we had the same realization that like some of our boundaries have really gotten skewed or like our ways that we see the world have really gotten skewed and how do we engage it in a way that's different and healthier and whatever it might be. Um, You know, the world's been topsy-turvy. I think there's been a lot of lessons from last year and there's a lot of things that I hope that we learned. And one of those things is like, you cannot um, take your mental health seriously enough. Like it always needs to be. And it's not a selfish, I don't think everyone needs to walk around going, I need a mental health day all the time. Um, I think sometimes we take it a bit too far, but there is like the reality of like, Hey, are we checking in with each other? Are we checking in with ourselves? Um, realizing that we're in a, not just a global pandemic. We're also in a, a time of mental health. Like it really is a problematic time where people have been isolated and alone. And how are we going to, you know, my friend actually texted me, are you ready for COVID to be over at the stroke of midnight? Like just kidding around in the world to be back <laughs> to normal. Cause I think a lot of people were, you know, whether we wanted to say it or not, 2021 has so much hope in it because it felt like, okay, the world just needs to change. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what good fruit if you will, will come out of last year. Um, I, and I think one of them is people saying like, look, this is a boundary I'm not willing to cross for my own mental health. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because even, I mean, I've dealt, I've been going to therapy for literal decades and <laughs> even at 25. Um, 
And I thought that I was done with anger after having moved out of like my abusive situation. And I thought that anger was something of the past that was very mm-hmm. confined to growing up and my childhood. And now that I'm settled in my new life, I think there's this cyclical sense of actually this is just who you are and you need to handle it. You need to manage it Um, outside of the context of abuse, right? Like it's just your natural inclination is anger, Josie. So handle it and keep handling it. It's always going to be this journey of doing so, you know? Yeah. I think that's the, it's not one and done. And we're always working on um, discovering new things about ourselves and moving forward. And so, um, I have been really grateful for this podcast last year, uh, finding that, um, so many people really are in this, um, journey with us of trying to make space for others. And often I think the surprising thing for me is how many people needed to make space for themselves in order to make space for others. And so, um, it's been fun too to re-listen to the podcast. I know you're doing that for our um, Throwback Thursdays and you just discover that um, so much of the narrative is once I make space for myself, I'm able to make space for others. So um, what is something you're excited about this year? Oof, um, gosh, I uh, am the type of person. It's actually funny. This is a conversation I recently had in therapy with my partner, <laughs> go to therapy. Um, about expectations and how I have none I Mm -hmm. always set zero expectations for myself my life and my partner now (laughs) because of therapy Um, like if I were to travel I don't have an expectation for what that looks like I don't have an expectation of what I'm going to get done while I go to these huge places I just sit there and I experience it and I do as whatever comes right um And I kind of take that mentality with New Year's is, and I mean, 2020 really solidified that for me. Um, I I don't have an expectation. I'm just going to take whatever happens, whatever comes. I'm going to keep it going. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to have this big fat wedding that is already paid for this year. But if it doesn't happen, well, you know, what's waiting another year or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So there's nothing to be... Do you think that some of that excitement, like you can't be disappointed if he didn't set an expectation? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of it. But I think it's also, I'm not scared of disappointment. I am very comfortable with disappointment and rejection and bad times in life. Uh, Very comfortable. Um, I think it's a lot of it is I'm not, I try not because I tend to be a really controlling person, I try not to control the outcome of certain things. Um, like Surrender life. the outcome. I love that. Right. Like maybe people are like, oh, COVID's going to end this year. And I was like, am I not? Uh, Spanish flu lasted a little bit, <laughs> a couple years. Uh, and people are very adamant about not getting vaccinated. Uh, so, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what 2021 is going to bring, but, you know, fuck it. well I think there's so much um I'm excited honestly uh one of the things that I wanted us to talk a little bit about um in this new year we started a patreon and we're both living our 
best life in that both of us love um, like subscription boxes. We just love them. So instead of doing extra episodes, which we'll probably do down the road, we're like, what if we just did like a maker's box for different levels? And I know that sounds ridiculous, but curating a maker's box makes me so excited. Like even when you were sending some of the product ideas and all that kind of stuff, like that sort of stuff, I love that. And I'm leaning more into realizing like, I love, I love that. I love like even getting to share my art with you, which is not something I often do. I don't often share my art. I love to highlight other people's art, but I don't necessarily, like I don't hang my own art in my home. Um, my friends' houses all have it in there, but um, I have one piece of art that's mine in here. Um, but I'm excited about creating things for other people and encouraging them as they make space for other people. Um, there's a lot to be excited. I'm excited about my Airstream. I'm gonna spend a significant amount of time uh, working on this baby. And I dream about my Airstream. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what it's about. Someone actually said for me, what is this Airstream about for you? And I, it was the first time I thought about it. And I was like, I think I like it because it's something like I love nesting, right? Like I love, like I'm a person that when I move to a new place, I unpack my boxes immediately. Things go out, things start to match. I start organizing. I mean, that's the whole thing of why I realize I'm a designer, but I love the idea of taking that with me. Because another thing that we both share is this love of traveling. So to be able to travel with my nest seems like I love it. Um, and getting to see people and getting being able to maybe get some folks to help me in the process is going to be, that's, I guess that's my thing I'm looking forward to. Is there any yeah. um, other thoughts you have about 2021 or even our Patreon box or even the show? Um, I, I mean, I guess I'm looking forward to seeing where this all goes uh, with zero control and expectations, of course. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I just never, I never saw myself doing a podcast like this. Um, mostly because I never thought I could, because I'm not like nice and sweet and <laughs> I don't give a shit about famous people. I don't care what you, I don't know, like, you know, uh, yeah, I had zero expectations in 2020 and then I joined a podcast and it's a wild ride, you know, things. It is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to growing, I guess, this podcast. I'm looking forward to building a bigger community um, full of a variety of people. Some nice like Sarah, some not so nice like me. Uh, <laughs> and everything in between. It's open to everybody. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, we've got some really fun guests. Part of my day today is actually calendaring out our next year. And I got to tell you guys... We have everything from like Beyonce's pastor to like <laughs> incredible designers and artists. And we would love for you to call in guys, leave us a voicemail. We're, um, we're even talking about what format we're going to stay with. So that's lots of fun stuff coming up for us. Um, there's a potential of us joining a podcast, um, production company, which that's fun. So there's all that sort of stuff. So I feel like this is. Maybe if we let go of what could happen, um, we're super grateful for you, for all of you who listen to us, for all of you who support us. Um, those of you who check us out on Instagram, who repost, whatever it might be. How cool was it to make two people's lists of the things that got them through 2020? Oh my gosh, that was, um, 
incomprehensible for me. <laughs> right? Like these are people that we don't we didn't know before doing this show. Yeah, it's a uh, it's great. I love having an impact. I know I'm like all rough and tough or whatever, but I love people and I love helping people. So here we go. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> so here we go. Well, friends, this has been a fantastic time to just sit and chat and um, I could just talk to Josie for hours, but we know that you, you gotta get get to getting, uh, not a res, well, don't set a resolution, set like an intention. Set like, or don't. I had a yoga teacher who used to say that all the time, like hold this pose or don't. Um, but I think sometimes it's fun just to think through like what are some dreams, what are some things that you would want to see happen? Um, because I think asking ourselves those questions are really important. So with yeah. all that said, get ready because next week will be our first show of yep. 2021.